Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Actually Factually, where we discuss actual facts. I'm your host, Andrew LaSalle, and let's get right into it. This week, you guys are in for an amazing treat. We will have two co-hosts for both of our episodes. One of them will be reviewing Hades, which is what we'll be doing today. And then over the weekend, we will be reviewing a crime podcast. Now, let's get right into it with Hades. Hey. Welcome, Alex. Thank you. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm fine. Uh, As I know it, you are the host of The Alex Show, right? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, give yourself a brief explanation on who you are and that you're going to be my co-host for today. Oh, I'm Alex, and yeah. All right, that was short and sweet. Uh, As we... As we as we watched in class, uh, we watched the Disney version of Hercules, and well, we're going to talk about that a little bit today. And uh, the main thing that uh, we would like to discuss with you guys, our listeners, and with you, Alex, is the differences and the resemblances from the movie and real life Hades from Greek mythology. Um, what were your first impressions on once you saw the movie? From what you know about Hades. Um, well, the movie made him the bad guy, right? The main antagonist in the, the movie. While Hades is just like another god and not a bad guy in real life, you know? Yeah, exactly. And uh, the whole movie, the, the whole movie, uh, he's out to get Hercules. He sends beasts. Uh, in quests for Hercules to take down, and he always wants to take him down, always, 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 to even to the point where, uh, close to the end of the movie, he sends this girl called May, uh, who sold her soul to Hercules, and well, he sends her to try and seduce him, to s- try and get rid or try to find his weakness to destroy Hercules and to kill him potentially, and well, this is. An awful portray of Hades, because as we know it, uh, in Greek mythology, from what has been written, Hades was just unlucky, and he drew the short the the short stick, like Zeus got the sky, Poseidon got the sea, and well, Hades was just okay. The other part of our universe is the underworld, so he just be god. He just became the god of the underworld or the god of death. Mm-hmm. And well. Um, as the movie portrays as well, to talk a little bit more about Meg, uh, I think that that is very accurate since uh, Hades did um, capture a girl. Uh, I forget her name exactly, but uh, she did capture her and she kidnapped her. And then um, this girl, she bit some sort of fruit and then her soul got stuck in the underworld with Hades for the rest of her eternity. But that curse got lifted, and then she only spent a third of the year in the underworld, and then the oh, yeah, other two. Um, it's Persephone. Persephone, exactly. Thank you. And she spent the other two thirds in the overworld in on Earth. Well, if we could compare that 
uh, we can compare that to Meg a lot, exactly. Uh, Meg, she she sold her soul to try and get her lover back. She sold her soul to Hades to live in the underworld. And I think that that is most likely the biggest resemblance that Hades does have over the whole movie. Or potentially even how he just, he necessarily, he's always on Earth. Uh, as we see in the movie, he's always on Earth. He's not often in the underworld, or when he is, he's in there briefly. Well, that completely contradicts all the stories about Hades. Uh, as we know it, Hades is often never on, on the overworld. He's always in, well, as we would call it, hell. He's always in hell, and he's always dealing with the beasts and all that. And I think this is when the Disney part of it comes in right where they want to try and make a story out of it when they want to try and keep the kids into it as we see in the movie the two little beasts or creatures that always occupy hades that can transfigure themselves into anything well there's nothing of that spoken in greek mythology as well as him closing in on the movie releasing the titans from the bottom of the sea and causing a whole bunch of havoc on mount olympus that that does not happen what what would you say is your biggest differences or resemblances from the movie on what you know to greek mythology and hades (laughs) uh i mean to be honest i have no idea (laughs) you have no idea well, we're talking about Hades, right? Exactly. And, well, in in the movie, he's kind of a, a monster-looking dude. Like, with his flaming hair, and he has a short temper and everything. Yeah. Is, is he like that in the Greek mythology? Well, from, from what stories that I know, or from the stories that I've read upon from Aphrodite and Hermes and Ares and all that, is that um, nothing speaks about Hades being short-tempered, as in that in like like you were saying in the Disney movie, his hair instead of being blue like it is all the time when he's angry, it will change to red. Well, I don't know the countless amount of times that he gets angry in this movie, and well, the God of War, the God of War on the other hand, he has a very short temper, and Hades is not the God of War. So, um, well, as I asked, um, what would you say is the biggest far-fetched thing from Hades onto this movie? From Hades? Like, yeah, difference? Yeah, like, what, what was the biggest pushover that they made? As in, of making it like a, a Disney movie, a cartoon from reality in Greek mythology? Well, like, is, like I said earlier... He's the antagonist, or whatever you call it. As Disney movies always has a good guy and a bad guy. And Hades, he's also the more, the person to to fit most the character of the evil dude. Because kind of like death, which is negative, I guess. Do you know what I'm trying to say? He fits most the bad guy. You have a really good point because Disney will, they make child films 
they make child movies. And well, from every story, you need an antagonist and a protagonist, right? So as we see in the movie, Hercules is your protagonist and Hades the antagonist, which we discussed earlier is the complete opposite because Hades was just unlucky and he got the short end of the stick and got stuck with the underworld. Yeah. Well, I thank you for being on the show this week and for having me co-hosts on what we saw this movie and what we know from our notions of Greek mythology. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, thanks for having me here. Hey, my pleasure. Hopefully we'll have you on the show again. Yep. See ya. <laughs> Bye. I hope you guys love this episode. I'll be releasing another episode this weekend with one of my dearest friends, Connor Yell, who is, as well, the host of The Ape Show. You guys should all definitely check it out because it is an amazing podcast. Again, I'm your host, Andrew LaSalle, and don't forget to stay curious and knowledgeable. See you guys over the weekend.